everybody, and welcome back to yet another episode of Growing Young, a place where we can just be ourselves. I'm Melanie Sue, and I feel like I don't have to say that every single time, but for the first few episodes, I think I'm just going to remind you guys. If you don't know who I am by now, then I don't know what to tell you. Something that I've noticed, and I, I breathe a lot when I talk, it's, be well, I mean, Melanie, everyone breathes when they talk, but I specifically lose my breath or lose my oh my god I can't even think of the word like I lose my breath when I'm speaking and that's because I speak too fast and I noticed that in my last like two three episodes I need to try and like slow down how I talk because I just have so much energy which is really weird because if you know me in person I'm far from having so much energy like I'm pretty low but like everything else about me I'm fast I'll walk fast I eat fast I speak fast I don't know how to slow it down. I don't know. I apologize in advance, but it is what it is. One day I'll maybe learn. I don't know when that'll be. Maybe tw that'll be that'll that's probably going to be part of my uh, what's that? The New Year's resolution thing. Just learn how to speak slower. Call me out on it, man. If I'm speaking too fast, like leave a comment or something. Speaking of comments, though, my podcast is on Spotify. If you don't know that already, um, she's not just an audio version. It's also a video version which means you can subscribe to the video channel, which is Growing Young. And I don't think I put podcasts. So if you see Growing Young, you'll know it's me. The logo is the same as everything else. But um, if video is your thing, definitely subscribe. And if it's not, then subscribe to the audio version and give it some five stars because, you know, it helps me out a bit. And I'd really appreciate that. So, yeah, go for it. Also, follow me on social media, which will all be linked down in the description box, which, again, if you are watching the audio version. Don't, you know, don't hesitate to like follow guys. I'm totally nice. I don't bite. We can talk. We can make connections. We can maybe get some questions on a future podcast, maybe some suggestions of what topics you guys want to talk about. Because as I mentioned before, this is a podcast where I just want to be able to freely talk about what I want. There's no such thing as being on trend to a specific, like I said specific, I can't even speak, a specific topic or theme. I just always felt like I've had so much to say about so many things. So this is going to be as broad as it gets. And I know the whole idea with social media is being organized and being able to have a topic in which you specifically talk on. But you know what? I'm totally not going to follow that because realistically speaking, I don't, you know what? That's going to sound really mean. I, it's not that I don't care to grow specifically. I'm saying that word a lot and I apologize. But no, I just honestly, I don't care about the numbers. Like I just want to have fun. And I think I've seen so many creators that get so popular and they end up, I guess, like losing it in a way, like losing the touch or losing the joy that they had in doing this in the beginning. And it's kind of sad because this is something that I love. Like, for example, I was working on a project, helping another content creator. They have a podcast which honestly, it's really fun to do. Um, I enjoy helping them. I They also have a video version and an audio version. And as I'm like editing their video, I am realizing how happy I am to do it. Now, it's not like it's a job. They're just a client that I happen to take on. And it's something small for the time being. And I love it. I find so much joy out of it. So like when I see content creators feeling like they need to take a break or feeling like things have just they've just lost that spark of what they used to like it breaks my heart because me just now entering it fully and I guess it doesn't make sense because I've been doing video editing for a while I've been editing my own YouTube videos 
But I don't know, something about actually being out of college and working in it, it just adds more of a love for what I do. And I really hope that I never get that feeling of like, I don't want to do this anymore. I don't know. It's just so sad. I want to always be able to like look back at my content and be like, oh, I enjoyed doing that. That was like the funnest thing I've ever done, if that's a word. And I want to keep doing it for the rest of my life. Well, for as long as I'm able to, because realistically speaking, I don't... <laughs> I don't know how long. I'm pretty blind. So my sight might go, honestly. But then it makes me question, like, what is it specifically that made content creators dislike what they do? Because I'm going to be completely honest with you. As a whole, social media, I hate it. There's so much behind social media that I truly hate. Like, I hate having to create different platforms to put myself out there. But realistically speaking, if you work in the industry that I work in, you need to spread out and make yourself known. So like if I want work, obviously I have to like post content in every platform because every platform has a different group of people that might, you know, like what you do and they also work differently algorithm wise. So it's tough because I'm the type of creator that I don't really like following trends. I don't really like posting every single day because it's I think that it's that need to constantly just Oh, what's the word? It's the need to, I think it's the need to constantly have to produce content is why so many content creators hate their job. Like they have to keep up because if they don't, they don't become relevant. And it's not to say that a lot of people, when they do this, it's because they're trying to get relevancy because, you know, there's content creators that started like years back, the OGs of content creating, and they didn't think they would get to where they are in life now, but now they're there. And unfortunately, because they're there, there's a certain like criteria that they have to hold or certain status that they have to hold. And social media is a type of place that you just got to keep pumping out content every single day, almost every freaking hour, because that's what it feels like. And I don't even I don't even have like a big platform, but I can feel the pressure of like seeing why so many people get so exhausted with social media. So that is why I really honestly truly hate social media when people tell me like oh you should start posting here like uh, I don't really want to honestly it's just a lot of work but then I end up doing it I just don't do it based off of how you're supposed to technically do it I don't know I just think you should have fun with it if you're someone who's in the content creating world don't don't follow the rules make your own rules that's why I'm doing what I'm doing in this podcast that's why I just don't want to go a certain way I don't want to talk about one thing like I could literally go from one episode speaking about like some heavy stuff to another episode speaking about a TV show. That's how like random I want to be. That's how much fun. I, I don't want to stick to a specific thing. I just want to have fun with it because I want this to always be something that I truly love. And I think when everyone always says you have to be creative in the world, I think being creative also means stepping outside of the norms in social media because it's, I don't know, everything is just so saturated. Like, how do you, not how do you create new things? That's the point of being creative. But like, how do you keep up? Especially, I don't know if anybody gets, uh, this is just me. I, I'm not not a fan of TikTok. TikTok really gets me in my feels because every time I open TikTok, it's either something really freaking cute, like an animal or something, or something really sad. And I can't handle that. Like, I'm always in some type of emotional roller coaster when I open that app. So like, it makes me wonder or not wonder, it makes me, yeah, yeah, it makes me wonder, like, the lengths that people go to become relevant, and I think TikTok is the one app 
that has so much of the like why did you post that kind of content there's some entertaining stuff I'm not gonna lie there's some stuff that I've watched and I think it's really good but like I think I've sat with IG more Instagram sorry I sit with that more just because I don't know it just seems more of like the content I see there isn't like content you see on TikTok like every time I think of TikTok I think about those like weird dances not here for it but if you're a choreographer and you love to dance and all that I I mean kudos to you it's just like the younger generation that puts out like that really some some let me rephrase that there's a lot of people in the younger generation that make content that I'm like that's talent like please cater to it please grow because you deserve the platform but then there's content that are that is created by people who do literally nothing and it's really stupid and I'm just like is this what it's been is this what it's getting to like is is this the type of content that people are I don't know supporting I don't know I'm telling you like when I see like the dumbest viral video go viral it really makes me wonder and I've watched them and I'd be like what is it about this video that has be that's become so viral like what is it that caught the attention of so many people I'm honestly please send me a video anybody and if you're listening to this even if it's audio version, go on my Instagram, uh, Growing Young Podcast, and send me something that went viral but doesn't make sense. Because I would love to just like binge watch videos that went viral and makes no sense and like just comment on them. It's it's just my opinion. Because like I said, while I think some things are really dumb and get way too much attention, other people might think that other people... I heard I said people's other people might think that that content's actually really good or funny or I don't know something silly but just circling back to what I said like content just really like it just really makes you feel some type of way there's like a roller coaster of emotions with all freaking platforms honestly and TikTok's the one platform that I just really can care less about because of that and the the one that follows after that which is is actually number one honestly is Twitter I not that I can't grasp the the purpose of Twitter but why like what is the purpose is it just like informative or like just a place to kind of vent like what is it because I don't know it just seems it just seems like a broken version of Facebook and it's even more broken with you know the person that recently purchased it uh, it's going to get worse, I'm sure. And a lot of people are probably going to consider leaving it. I, I just found out not that long ago that you can no longer, I don't know how true this is. I just read it somewhere that supposedly, um, again, I, I think about it and just, again, like this could be allegedly and a lot of tweets get fabricated or created because there's a lot of really good, you know, graphic designers out there. But if you're really handy with uh, Photoshop, you know how to do it. But there was a tweet that I had saw and it was Elon Musk who put it and he said something along the lines of like, you're no longer allowed to like cross platform, was it? I don't even know the word. But like basically you can't utilize, like if you're doing something that you put on Instagram, you can't put it on TikTok. Like if, I don't even know how to explain it honestly. I feel like I'm explaining it really bad. But you can't basically like put your at Instagram or something I honestly I don't know if someone knows it please explain it better but like it's it, you basically aren't allowed to use any of the platforms or like mention any of the platforms within it so like it's like a sub kind of thing I don't you guys know what I'm probably talking about if you don't I'm sorry that I just really rambled on about that but it's it's, it's weird 
So you're no longer allowed to basically like mention Instagram or Facebook. And I think, I don't remember if TikTok was one of them too. It's like literally Twitter has literally become just Twitter. You can't do anything else. It's not now because I still, you know, put all my videos and stuff, but it's like get, they're breaking down on like what you can share from what other platform, like what platforms are allowed to put their stuff on Twitter. It's just weird. I know, again, that sounds very confusing. It's even confusing for me. I like know what I'm thinking, but I don't know how I'm going to say it. So like, if you know what I mean, you're awesome. If you don't, I'm so sorry. But like I said, I don't know anything about Twitter. I mean, I do. Obviously, it's, I know the basics of it, but I don't use it enough to have a following. Like where my following is, is more so on Instagram because I utilize Instagram so much. And Facebook is almost like a ghost town. Like all I do is wake up in the mornings and like scroll through, which is something that I have to stop doing. Like if you do this, this is like a side note. If you wake up early, no, not early, but if you wake up in the morning and the first thing you do is go on social media, cut that habit very quick, por favor. I think, and this is something that I saw someone on YouTube do, and I think this is like the best thing and I want to utilize it in my life as much as possible. But it also takes a very strict, like not strict, how do I say? If you're in the beginning stages of creating content, it's very, you have to be very, uh, what's the word? Oh my gosh. You have to be very disciplined, very disciplined on the content that you're supposed to create. So like, let's just say you're the type of person you're like, okay, I got to post Monday through Friday. I'm the type of person Monday through Friday. I want to try to post weekends. I just wanted to put like stories, um, just to eliminate a lot of my social media habits. Anyways. So let's say in the morning I wake up, I wake up at seven o'clock. Don't touch my phone or not. Don't touch it, but don't go on social media until like maybe 12 o'clock, 12 o'clock and up go on social media, but like take the morning for yourself. Obviously if your job consists of social media, that is different because it's work. Uh, to an extent, I guess, because you don't really have to look like most of your business stuff is going to come through the emails. So honestly, not even. So just cut it and wait till like 12 o'clock to look at it. And I saw that, like I said, I saw a YouTuber talk about doing that. And they said that it's just been really helpful to kind of give them time to remove themselves from social media, especially because that's their job, social media. So I want to do that because like I mentioned earlier on, there's a bunch of things with social media that just, honestly, it just really makes me wonder why I took the job I took, even though I absolutely love it, because realistically speaking, it it's, I know one day it's going to get too much, but it's just like disconnect. You know what I mean? Like, don't, don't kill yourself. And there's a few things in this episode that I wanted to talk about relating to social media. And I hope these are things that you guys take away or you find interesting. And I know some of the topics are topics that have been talked about before because you see it all over social media. And some of them are like literally the biggest ones, which is the first one being insecurities on social media. I, I've never, okay. I've never been the type of person to compare myself to anybody else. I've surprisingly gave two craps about what anyone thought about. Like I, I just felt like so not conceited, but very confident because I didn't give a shit what anyone thought about me. I just really, I'm just like, all right, I don't, if you think I'm ugly, I'm ugly. If you think I'm cute, cool. If you think I have a big nose, awesome. I do. I'm not gonna lie. I do. And I don't care. I love it. Audio listeners, you can't see it, but if you follow me, you know what I'm talking about. I have a birthmark on my face and for years growing up, I hated it. Like I absolutely just was not my favorite thing. 
I remember my sister, she had like this birthmark, but it was like a bubble or not a bubble. It's like a, it looked like a pimple and she hated it. And then she made it feel like she felt like really ugly and she had a lot of insecurity problems growing up and I never did. So like the only thing that bothered me was my birthmark. So like for her, it was stronger, like her insecurities as opposed to me. So like they, my mom ended up getting it removed and for years, I wanted to get my birthmark removed and I used to tell my mom and my mom would be like, no, it's really cute. Like you're going to love it. And my grandmother used to say the same thing. And I'm just like, <sighs> I hate it because I used to get made fun of again. I'm, I'm a, I have thick skin when it came to me being in school. Like when people would try to make fun of me, I'd probably hit them. And while that's not good, I don't condone any child to do that. Um, that was my way of defending myself. So when anyone made fun of me, I would get pretty aggressive back to them. So it never really bothered me them making fun of me, but I just personally didn't like it. I mean, I guess whatever they said kind of sat with me if I didn't like it, but I used to want it removed. Fast forward a couple years and we moved to Philly in 2016. And then I start working at Sephora. I loved makeup for a while, which whew, the toxicity and that is something else in itself. We'll talk about that. But I worked in Sephora and I remember the one time I was ringing these girls out. And as I'm ringing them out, um, at this point, by the way, I didn't care about my birthmark. Like I literally lived with it, didn't mind it. It was fine. Never made a big deal. I didn't even want to continue to, with the idea of getting it removed. Um, I'm ringing them out and then all of a sudden the one girl looks at me and she's like, oh my God, is that a tattoo? Like I, she's, no, she didn't say that. She said she wanted to get it tattooed and I didn't know what she was talking about. And I was like, what do you mean? And she's like, oh, I, I really love that like Marilyn Monroe birthmark, the tattoo. It's really nice. And she was like, is that real? And I'm like, yeah, it's not a tattoo. And they thought it was a tattoo, but it's not. It was, I told her it was real. And like, they really loved it. Like they really want, and I didn't know how big of a fashion statement this made to me. I mean, like I said, at that point, I just, I didn't care about it. So like, it wasn't like whether they made fun of me or not, it wasn't going to offend me or make me feel any type of way. I just didn't care. And when I heard that, I was like, wow, it's crazy because I have heard of people before telling me how they wish they could have that because apparently, you know, people like to follow other trends. People really admired Marilyn Monroe and loved her and she had a birthmark on her face and they just absolutely love that. So there's a lot of girls that draw it in with an eyeliner, get it tattooed, but mine is all natural. So when I hear people say that, especially as I got older, I'm like, okay, thanks. I know it's really cute. I love it too. It's natural. Thank you. Thank you. And I embrace it now. Like I don't, like I said, for a while I've already gotten over it, but like I embrace it. And then like, and at this point now in my life, it's been years since that. And I've always been really skinny, which is why I've never had insecurities. I think it wasn't up until like literally recently, honestly, we're, we're in 2023. It was in 2022 when I was feeling this way. It was in like, I think before summer hit, it was like around my a little after my birthday, my 30th birthday. They don't lie. And I've said this before, when you hit 30, it just goes straight down. And my God, I cannot feel more attacked by age than the point in which I hit 30. Because when I hit 30, I noticed that I started gaining more weight. And mind you, if you look at me now and you compare me from before to now, I'm not like, it's not like a drastic change, but I feel so extremely like insecure. I feel so not great about myself. 
And it's weird because it's a feeling that I've never experienced. And like, if I say that, if I make the comment out to someone and be like, oh my God, I feel so fat, which I'm going to say this. And they always say, uh, take into consideration what you pre or preach what you say or something like that, uh, or do what you preach. That's what it is. Oh my gosh. Do what you preach. So what I'm going to say, it's going to be a moment in which I should do as I preach. If you feel like that, please know that you are beautiful. Your body is amazing. You're gorgeous. Whether you're male, female, uh, uh, don't you do not identify with any pronouns. You're beautiful. Your body's beautiful. I also truly understand that while there are people out there who are body positive, you still can't fight the fact of how you look like it takes time to get yourself mentally in a place in which you look at yourself and you feel good about yourself. And I completely understand that. So if you're someone who, while you are also body positive, but you have those moments in which you don't feel like you are body positive, it's okay to feel that I have those moments. I have days where I look at myself and I'm like, girl, you got them curves. And then I have days where I'm like, girl, you got them rolls and it's okay. That's fine. It happens, but that is the reason I think it eats at me so much more now is when I go on social media, not only do I think about how I used to look, I then see women who look so much better, women who have amazing curves and look beautiful and like, I mean, gorgeous. And I'm like, man, I want to look like that. And I've never, never said that I wanted to look like that when it came to like me looking at other women. I always said like, oh, I, I'm, I'm fine with how I'm at. I I'm, don't care at all. But now it's gotten to the point where when I scroll on my Instagram and I see a really pretty girl, I'm like, man, I wish I was like that. I don't feel as pretty as I used to feel. I don't feel physically pretty. I don't know. I just don't feel pretty. Everyone's beautiful in their own way. But there are days where I just truthfully, I don't feel that way. And I don't want to say it's okay to feel like that, but I think what some people should understand is it's not easy to just kick that to the side, no matter how much people are enforcing body positivity in you. I I completely understand. And while some people might look at me and be like, okay, well, she's complaining for nothing because she's perfectly fine. Okay. You don't have a right to tell me what I feel and what I don't feel. I think I'm allowed to feel a certain way, especially if it's something that I'm not familiar with. But what makes me feel worse is as I say that, I don't do anything. I don't work out. I don't go to yoga. I used to, like, before the pandemic, I was really active. And I would do a lot. And then at one point, I used to go to the gym a lot. But then we ended up moving, so I I haven't gotten back to the gym. And I'm trying to get myself in a routine. So while I understand that this is, like, an overrated freaking resolution, yeah, my resolution, partial. It's not my top. It's partial. Partial resolution is that I want to feel physically fit. I don't care. I don't want to lose weight because honestly, I don't care if, if, if I'm not, I know that my specific height is supposed to match a specific weight, but my first thought isn't like, I need to lose weight. I would love to tone my body. Yes. Would I like to lose a few? Yeah. Okay. That's fine. But I want to feel healthy. And I think social media has, has gone a long way in being inclusive to some extent. Uh, different bodies in certain things but a lot of the time there are still moments in which I'm just like that's so unrealistic like there are brands that show these women that like they have these disgustingly hourglass curves that it, it just screams fake I mean some women 
naturally have a beautiful hour, hour hourglass clothes. Uh, cannot speak an hourglass shape. But those women that get surgery just to do that, that's too much. You know, that's too much. And I know that sounds like I'm contradicting myself because I'm talking about like you guys are beautiful. And it's true because honestly, if you want to do something to your body, don't let what anyone says stop you from doing that. Honestly, that go for it. My problem with it is that when that's all you show, it leaves me to feel like not represented. Like, how am I going to know how it's going to look on me? If everything you're showing me is an extremely curvy girl, like I don't like, I think every brand should be able to obviously have these curvy girls that may have gotten work done, may have not gotten work done. Totally fine. But also represent other body types because that is not the only body type that is out there. And that is the problem with social media. I think the biggest thing with anything social media, anything film, sex sells. So if you don't look sexy, you're not on there. And I think that caters to certain brands more than other brands. And those are the brands that need to push more like bodies. Like I can give you a few brands in the top of my head that just come to mind, but just not to call them out on it now. Honestly, I won't do it. But all they show are these like super curvy girls. And what if there's a plus size model that wants to feel sexy and wants to wear what that girl's wearing, but she just doesn't feel comfortable enough because she doesn't feel represented. You know, she's going to look at it and be like, oh, well, she's extremely curvy. So that's not going to fit my body. Like, I don't know. Just be more inclusive. Social media has a way of really making and I don't know. I'm speaking I guess I'm speaking more for myself. I don't even want to say I'm speaking for women when I say this. I'm speaking for myself. It has a way of making a female females look less of themselves. Females, and again, I'm saying females, but I'm just, this is my opinion. It just makes me feel like it makes females feel less of themselves when they're not including others. Like I said earlier, it has definitely come a long way from what it used to be, but when you don't see a lot of inclusivity inside certain brands you're just like all right like why why should I why like I don't it just doesn't make sense for me to do that so it's tough for girls to feel pretty with social media because they're constantly trying to show you or make you feel more or it's trying to show you that you can look better with just like looking like this person if you buy this outfit and you get your body looking like this you're gonna look like that that's it doesn't make sense and it's like the filters for example I'm not going to sit here and say I don't use filters. I've used filters because, you know, sometimes I'm looking kind of rough and I want to just, you know, smoothen it out a little bit. There's nothing wrong with that. I don't think that every time you take a picture, you should put a filter on. Definitely don't think that. But I just feel like social media pushes filters so hard on people that it leaves such an unrealistic, like, feel to everything. Like, it makes... Social media already has that fake feel and by adding that it gives more of the fake feel and then on top of that it gives insecurity to women who are struggling with themselves or with the way they feel like they look. It just adds so many problems. It's like it's like I said, I don't think it matters. Like if you want to use a filter, use a filter. That is what you want to do, go for it. No other person should tell you no. It, I don't think no one 
there's no person in this world that I think should tell you how you should look. There's no person in this world who should tell you don't use a filter. It's fine. If you want to go get surgery to look curvy, go for it. If you want to do Photoshop the crap out of your pictures, go for it. My thing with it is the amount in which it takes place on social media. The fact that it's just, that's all you see. You All you see is these really curvy bodies. All you see is these over Photoshop faces, the filters that they use, that's all you see. And like the filters, like you don't have to use them, but using them so much kills off the beauty that is you. Like you're, you're covering all the perfection that you already are and then using all of that. And then when you look at it, you look back at yourself and like, oh, well, I wish I looked like that because I'm not going to lie. Sometimes I'll put a filter on my damn. I wish my skin looked like that or damn. I wish my face looked like that, but it's not realistic. It's, it's photo and it's damaging to someone's self-esteem or look. If you want to use it, like I said, use it. It's just being pushed out so much. Like I swear every day I think I see a new filter and I think, I don't know if this is true, but I've always seen like, oh, this person created the filter. It's like, what is it? Why are we creating filters like that? Why are we trying so hard to be perfect when no one in this world is perfect? Like no one. There are ways to like, obviously make you look not younger, but make you look healthy. If that's the term to use, make your skin look nice, natural glow, make your body look right. If there make yourself look right, it doesn't necessarily mean because there are women out there. There are people out there that naturally they're just very thick. Like it's just, it's hard. There's someone I know that struggles with losing weight and they work their butt off. Like, I mean, they work out, but they have a natural thick, layer of skin thick boned and very curvy and there's nothing wrong with that you know the best thing is she embraces it and I applaud her but that's what I'm trying to say is like you don't have to be skinny with nothing if you have there's a girl I forgot where was it I saw she has a beautiful body like I mean she is beautiful natural beauty and she doesn't like the way she looks because the way she looks is not standard for certain things on social media or so social media says. So because that's not what the standard is or what the people on social media are saying is a standard to her, it's, she doesn't look good. And I'm like, girl, stop it. You look great. And it takes me into the next thing, which is the one thing that blows my mind when it comes to makeup. I haven't worn makeup in like a really long time. Like I wear makeup. I think the last time I wore like heavy makeup was maybe before the pandemic hit, sometime before the pandemic hit, I believe. But I used to wear makeup after I got out of high school in 2011 because the first time I wore makeup was like in 20, I'm not even going to guess the year, but I was in 11th grade. And I wore mascara and eyeliner. And that's literally, and it was only a little bit of eyeliner. After I graduated, then I started wearing more makeup and I would do the wing eyeliner and all that other, you know, fun stuff. But I got to a point when the pandemic hit that, you know, we were home. So what, I mean, there were people that, you know, did beauty and stuff like that on social media, which is another toxic, you know, thing in itself. But once the pandemic hit, since I didn't go anywhere, I'm like, well, what am I going to put makeup on for? So in the works of the pandemic happening, I realized like, okay, like I don't have bad skin. And I know you can take care of it yourself. If you drink water, you take your vitamins, you're healthy, you eat healthy, you you are healthy. There are ways to do it naturally that you don't have to do that. And that's what I've taken on. So now I barely wear makeup. Like, I mean, I barely wear makeup. I used to even like 
wear just uh what was it mascara i would only wear that i don't even wear that honestly i just go out bare face i telling you when i used to like i used to have sharp eyebrows make sure they were always cleaned up looking really good makeup blush all that i don't do that anymore i have like a tinted moisturizer blush and some uh what is it bronzer that's about it but like all of the makeup that i have that i've had already for a bit i'm using it up and once it's all gone it's all gone i will buy makeup and like tinted moisturizers and like maybe a light foundation if it's like i'm doing like or i'm going to like an event or something like that and i want i want to feel a little more nice or put together i will do that because i do still think it makes me feel nice when i do it because like i have a picture where i'm just like wow girl you did a really good job i have my good days and i have my bad days just like everybody else but it's not something that i feel so heavy like i need to do this i need to look this way no i never have been so well actually that's a lie i used to work in sephora and if you know sephora offers these like cards uh what they're like those uh oh my god i was gonna say sponsor cards they're like the those program cards that you sign up for well it's the vib vib or vip vip whatever it's called but um so i remember having a goal that i wanted to get the vib rouge and for all of my beauty girls out there, for the ladies that like makeup, nothing wrong with it. But um, if you have that card, you know the danger that that card has. Sephora is expensive. So if you got to that card, you know you're spending a lot of money. Makeup was not my job. Like I didn't like I didn't work to create looks. I just worked to sell the makeup. Yeah, I had a problem. It was just too much. Out of too much. So I don't have that problem anymore and I literally buy the bare minimum I even buy makeup that's more like environmental environmentally friendly I don't know I've just been more conscious cautious or conscious about things that I get especially when it comes to that and I'm trying to get there with my body that's what I'm trying to do obviously you don't buy anything to cover it but like I want to feel healthy I want to look healthy and I'm taking steps to doing that and the whole point of me saying this is to say that social media does have a really big impact on people's mental state of mind honestly and i'm not gonna just say women because there are men out there there are people who don't have pronouns that they you know specifically identify as like there there's a lot of people who just look into social media and there's so much that they want because everyone puts this facade that it, you know everything in their life is like perfection and beautiful and that's not the case the whole point of social media it's like social media is like a big brand honestly everyone has their own brand and what they're trying to sell is themselves and if they can show you like the most perfect cleanest thing in the world then they sold you if you're you're captivated by it like it's like you have to and uh, anyone who creates content knows that you have to play a type of person in order to get views and likes and all that when you don't play the role it's a lot harder for you so i've always said i want to stay true to myself I know that if I'm going to grow a platform, it's going to be very difficult going in the route that I'm going because I don't want to fake that facade or that facade or facade, however you pronounce it. I don't want to fake that. I want to be myself. My thing is, yes, I love creating content. Yes, I love sharing things online. Yes, I am definitely not perfect. And my house is a hot mess. Like if you were to, I just cleaned the other day or like a week ago and my rug is a hot mess. I vacuumed it, made it look good. I wiped the walls down. Cause like when I clean, I clean. 
And my kitchen's a hot mess, like a hot mess. My house is a hot mess. We moved in. I think it was the ending of, was the ending of August? Yeah, like in the, the like 20 something of August. We moved in. We still have boxes that are not finished, packed, unpacked. We still have the garage looking like a hot mess. We still have some stuff that needs some organizing. Like there's just still a lot of stuff that needs to be done, like a lot. But I'm not going to fake it and be like, my house is perfect. Well, no, my house is perfect. Meant like my house looks perfect. It's so beautiful. It's always clean. I'm tip top and blah, blah, blah. It's really, no, that's not who I am. If I ever get to a point, because obviously when I can, I definitely want to upscale my house. But if I ever get to a point in which my house is being shown more and it looks perfect, please, by no means, think that I am extremely clean and perfect. No, no. My office is a hot mess. My office, it is, I mean, obviously, in in the defense of that office space, in my defense, I still need to buy things to organize and decorate it more, but it's a mess. They're like... That's, that's reality. And that's the stuff that they don't show you on social media. Not that I'm going to take my camera and be like, oh guys, look at this mess of clothes that I have to fold or look at my, my messy kitchen. I'm not going to go and do that, but I'm just being honest with you that I do have mess around and that's just, we're human or that's how it is. So when you see these beautiful houses online, don't think that's how it looks 24 seven. I guarantee. And if they got kids, even less, because if you got kids, I got two dogs and their toys are all over the place. So if I have two dogs and the house is slightly messy, I could only imagine with kids that they take juice and food and put it all over the place. I mean, I'm not condemning anyone who has children, please, by no means. I want children one day, but I just don't want anyone to feel like, like everything on social media or everything put, being put in social media is perfect because it's not. Everyone is trying to create this brand and they're trying to sell it to you. And if you like that, then they clearly did something right. However, don't ever, this is one thing that I had to learn. Don't ever wish a life for yourself or not wish a life for yourself, but don't ever sit there and be like, Oh, I wish they had their life or, Oh, I wish I had that. That's the biggest, like what's the biggest, not stupidest really, but like, it's not a mistake because there are times where people want certain things. It's just, it's a big no. It's a, it's a big no because what they have, you probably have it too. Just cause their walls are white and your walls are tan. That doesn't mean you can't have it. You can have that just cause their living room looks beautiful. Does not mean you can have that either. Like all you got to do is clean your, your living room and bam. You can make it look just as good. You may not have the same exact things, but you can also have that aesthetically pleasing living room that they're showing on social media, put it on social media and it can take. I'm more of the type of person and I've always been this type of person. And I feel like my wardrobe literally sits with me. Cause like, you know, everyone before the pandemic was more looking nice and always dressing up and all that, blah, blah. I, I dress in lounge like a good chunk of the time. I'm loungewear all the time. And how I dress, chill, that's basically my my whole person my whole personality. I'm a chill person. So my house is even more chill. I just I don't know, like social media just really really and I feel like a lot of people can relate to this. I don't know, social media just really really blinds people. 
it's not if you see it's not what you think guys social media is meant to do that it's you watch commercials and you see some beautiful or beautifully aesthetically pleasing commercial it's placement placement is important they're just branding and everyone on social media is just branding themselves out there and what that's what they're trying to sell themselves and what they have to offer you is what they're showing you and if you like it you follow it if you don't it's fine it's it's not like the reality though and that's the thing that I think people need to understand that's the thing that that I don't see a lot of on social media there are very few content creators that are very like themselves those that are themselves I hope they continue like that but for the most part social media is just very very suffocating sometimes which is why I can't stand it I I I get happy like so for example on my YouTube channel I have 96 96 subscribers. That sounds weird to say all at once. 96 subscribers. And a couple of weeks ago, I only had, what was it? It was 54. Within a certain amount of weeks, I ended up getting a few more subscribers, and now I'm at 96. Some people might be like, oh, wow, 96. You ain't even got 100 yet. And it's true. I don't got 100 yet. But that 96 makes me happy. Because I gained 96, 96 subscribers based off of the idea of being myself. I branded myself to the world. And those 96 people who decided to subscribe to my channel, some of them are family members and loved ones. I'll admit that. But they're not all. I don't have that many family members, unfortunately. But those people chose to subscribe because they like what they saw. I don't know if it's just me being authentic. I don't know if there was something in there. But like, I managed to interest them I managed to brand myself in a way that they liked that they enjoyed and that's what I want I enjoy being able to have people want to follow me want to follow along for the person that I am I want to be as authentic as possible I'm not perfect by any means but I like being myself because at the end of the day when I turn the camera off I'm that same person I don't have to be like oh my god guys hey how are you and blah 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 no, I'm literally the person you get through the camera, that fast talking, unorganized, unable to like speak properly. Yeah, I'm that same person off camera. Like I can't tell you how many times my fiance likes to pick on me when I say a word incorrectly. Like I'm going to say, <laughs> I know what the words are. I'm just so used to saying it like that. And granted, maybe I should under certain circumstances say it better but if you know what I'm saying why should I have to correct myself you know what I'm saying I know I said it wrong but you know what I'm saying I say instead of saying refrigerator I say refrigerator my fiance loves to remind me that that is not a word but I keep saying the word refrigerator I also say juice for everything including soda I'll be like can you give me juice and it'll be soda instead of the juice I understand it's just I can't knock those words off I just really can't but that's just the person I am and that's what I'm trying to put I'm the same person on camera as I am off camera and I think those are the people that I enjoy most because when they do you know grow when they do become self-sufficient in this career that they're doing they're more entertaining to watch. There are people that start off that way and then they like the money gets to them and they just drift off. I've never been the type of person to like feel like like my first instinct. Let me just put it like this. My first instinct is if I ever made it big with social media in any way and I do make it a career like 
my first thing is to give forward. Like I, my family, my mother, she raised three children. It was just me and my two sisters. She did it all by herself. I can't tell you how many times we've talked about like house and, and I, I feel like I work very hard for what I'm doing because one day it'll be an absolute dream. I mean, an absolute dream to be able to buy my mom a house. Like my mother, if there's anyone in this world that deserves one, she definitely deserves it. Like she held herself down. My mom has gone through so much. We've all gone through so much that if I can do that for her, if I can gift her a home, I would, first off, I would cry my eyes out. Like just thinking about it gets me really emotional. So I'm not going to continue on it too much, but like, it's just, it's a dream to get her that one day. One day I hope to fulfill that and get her. Now that's not to say that I've only been working to get my mom a house. Like I haven't worked hard in my career just to get her house. I've also done it for me. I want this career. As I said, I enjoy it, but I, I know that the person I am, I absolutely, I love making people happy. Is being able to bring joy to someone else. So if I ever made it successful, if I ever became financially successful, because that's what I really strive for to be financially successful, like anybody else would, I definitely would want to spoil those around me. It's just in my nature. I love doing it. I love the idea of doing it. So obviously I would go about doing it if that was the case. It's not that I'm forced to do it, but I obviously just want to do it because I love them. And yeah, just also stay the same person. Like I never want money to ever change me as a person. And that's what, that's what I think social mean, social media needs a lot more of people who become successful. Because honestly, I love seeing people start from nothing to, and build themselves to something. I think that's the most empowering and motivating and I don't know, just greatest feeling to see someone like I am rooting for anyone trying to be successful out there in this type of career, um, creating content, but stay the same person you were when you become financially well off, like don't change. And it's like the minute people get a whiff of a good paycheck, it's like name brand, everything, a new person, this, there are like, I think the most I've seen that in every, like within every person. But I think because like the type of content, I guess that I've watched, I, big on watching drama channels the makeup like industry is massive drama in my opinion um and a lot